Rusty Quill presents. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wobegon is brought to you by Patreon. We just hit our $100 a month goal, which means that next month will be the start of our twice-monthly Patreon-exclusive spin-off series, The Diary of Eliza Schultz. Pledge to the show to get that, instrumentals, early episodes, a special Discord channel, and more. Thanks to our 10 newest patrons, Cookie Dough Gelato, Winston, Kate Sherrod, Christopher Fox, Cy, Tracy, Chris McDaniel, Harvey Jane, and Kevin Barry. Enjoy the show. This episode contains a description of assault, as well as some other graphic descriptions. Listener discretion is advised.
Hey, hey, no need for that, I swear. You got me. No, no need to break all my shit, man. Some of it's expensive. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck. Can you help me out? I'm not kidding. You can kill me or whatever you're gonna do. But I'd like to be sitting down for it instead of... But I'd like to be sitting down for it if you don't mind. Preferably in a chair. Not flat on my ass in a pile of my own shit. I can't get back up. My my back, I... You know about my back. I, it's a, I'm not messing around. I can't get up. Please? Thanks, I guess. Is this the part where I start talking? Are you going to take me to a secure room to do that? Here? Okay, then. I don't suppose it would be wise of me to say something like, I'm not talking until I have my lawyer. Like, I have a lawyer. What would I even say if I called up a law office? Hey, I accidentally activated a magic button that my work gave me, and now they're either going to kill me or send me to a room with no windows forever. Also, it's a top-secret government facility. I'm just... I'm fucked. I don't have Miranda rights. No one's going to bail me out of this one. I, I know about the guy that pushed the button before I got here. The one Hunter told me about? I'm toast. At least you have the decency not to kill me in the open like that, where everyone gets to take a good long look at my corpse. That's kind of you. You waited for me to walk to my own cabin. Some people have already seen my corpse, I think, in another timeline. I'm not going to be very useful to you, I don't think. You're going to be disappointed, just a warning. I... I don't know if you actually just slammed my head into the table just now, or if you only made me think that you did that. That was weird. It felt like you grabbed me, but I was looking right at you, and you didn't move. I'm getting to it. I'm talking. I'm clearly talking. You're actually making it harder to tell you. How the hell did you do that just now? Do you really not know what happened? Or are you just making things easier for yourself by getting a confession out of me? I assumed that if I was sloppy enough to get caught, that everyone on the inside would know exactly what I was doing anyway. Is this just for your own vindication? I get that. I've been involved with some petty vindictiveness myself over the past few months. I didn't think over would be like that, though. I thought they'd be too busy to torture me. I guess they have spared no expense nor resource on this one. I was working with a guy. He said his name was Ryan, but I don't think that was his real name. He's the brains behind this whole operation. I'm the muscle. Well, I'm the one who does the stuff he tells me to do. He thinks he knows what's inside the gate and was using me to get his hands on it. I stole this file for him when I started here. Stole it out of a mailbox. It came from a red flag cabin. I followed the person who picked it up and delivered it to the mailbox. It had codes in it. Wait, I have it on my phone. I can bring it up for you. E easy now. I'm just reaching in my pocket to get my phone. Look, my other hand is up. You can see my gun. It's over there at the desk. You're the one who took it from me. Do I really look like the type of guy to carry two handguns? I normally don't even carry the one. You turned me into pink mist before I could hit one of you anyway. What do I look like, the Sundance Kid? See? My phone. See? Here are the pictures. Here are the pictures of the pages that I sent him. See? Eight pages of codes printed out. Pages and pages, just numbers and letters. It's all gibberish to me. It's still all gibberish. I sent them to Ryan and he told me that he knows how to decode them, but he didn't tell me the specifics. I assumed I wouldn't know how to follow him anyway. It's all hacker computer shit that I don't understand. 
He told me that whatever he did to it, it spat out a three-tiered sequence of numbers. Like, whatever it is, you put in one set of numbers, then the second set, then the third. All in different places, but they have to be put in in the right order. I mean, that's what he told me. As far as where to put the code in, he said that he had no idea. Nothing in the code suggested a location, it's just numbers. Ryan said that he only assumed that it was some sort of passcode because it looked like a passcode, and he couldn't imagine what else it could be. It makes sense, I couldn't either. Sensitive high security areas are full of places that require passwords to get into. I got lucky on the first try. I tried them at the only place that I could even think to try them. Ever since the bear, I've been putting together- The night that I was rummaging around looking for that file. I made too much noise that night while I was digging the file out of the mailbox and I got Marissa Ng's attention. She's the night patrol for that part of the valley. She thought that I was a bear that had been tearing up over property and opened fire on me. I think that I was instructed to go to that specific place in time in order to distract her from something else on her route. The boulders are on her route. In fact, that's the only place I stood a chance of getting into. The second gate is too heavily patrolled. I'd never get in. I can't even stand up to you guys. The other buildings are securely locked, and I don't have a clearance to get into them. They don't have password keypads on the outside either, so the codes probably aren't to get into those buildings. So I wanted to see what I was being used as a distraction for. If it wasn't for the boulders, I don't know what I would have done. Fuck, I wish it was anything but those stupid fucking boulders. I could have failed and come home, and there wouldn't be three enormous guys in my cabin beating the shit out of me for answers. That I don't have, by the way. After Ryan cracked the code, I spent a few days scoping out the boulders and the other stuff on Marissa's route. She doesn't know anything about this, by the way. And I'm not saying that like I'm some gallant team player trying to keep his co-conspirators out of trouble. I'm a coward. I would sell anyone up the river if it meant that I could live to cry about it later. Marissa had no idea what I was up to. She just thought that we were friends. She trusted me and showed me everything like friends do. Maybe not the best thing for a security guard to do, but she thought that she was just showing a fellow security guard. She took me on patrol with her one night, which means that I knew not only what was on her route, but also when I could expect her to be as far from the boulders as possible. Plenty of time to get in, scope out the place, maybe type some numbers into a keypad or something, and get out. I didn't know what they were. She said that she thought that they were robots, but uh, turns out that's wrong. Tonight was the night that I decided to investigate. I dug under the fence, like a dog. I brought a collapsible shovel with me that I used to dig under the fence. It's all just dirt under the fence, no grass, so if I covered it back up, then no one would be any the wiser. I thought. <laughs> but that's not what tipped you off, so. I dug as little as possible, and then I jammed myself under the fence and squeezed through to the other side. Maybe more like a rat than a dog? I mean, Marissa thought I was a bear, for Christ's sake. You know, maybe one day I'll lose some weight that wasn't violently torn off of me. No? So I get through to the other side of the gate. I remember shaking from nerves the whole time I was trying to do this whole maneuver. I'm somehow still really bad at doing dangerous shit, even though doing dangerous shit has been my whole life for months now. I knew that I was one unlucky move away from getting caught, and I wasn't positive what I was looking for. I went up to the boulders, and at first, I didn't see what any of them could possibly have to do with these strings of numbers that Ryan gave me. They weren't fake boulders or anything, they were just big rocks. There wasn't a place to put numbers in them. No hidden compartments or doors with keypads. I mean, I should know, I checked thoroughly. I never expected the lock to be... that. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty clever, but it's terribly cruel. This seems to be a recurring trend with you guys. I suppose that keeps out anybody that doesn't want in badly enough. It's a surprisingly simple lock, too. I thought that the switch might be related to the technology, something that only its unique level of precision and power could detect, but it was much more... Caveman discovering lightning for the first time. Primitive. Just completing one circuit after the other. Basically a big telegraph. One shock means one, 
Repeat until you get the number you're counting up towards. Pause. Repeat for the 16-digit code. Repeat for the other two circuits. God, 16 digits. I thought my heart had stopped beating at one point. If it did, it started again. Or maybe it didn't start again. This place can be strange like that sometimes. God, that's the last thing I need on top of all of this. A faulty heart? One day I'm just gonna keel over from exhaustion, and everyone's different plans to kill me will all be for naught. My heart is still racing, but it might be because you guys keep beating the- I can't believe I brought the fucking button. Of all of the days to bring the button with me, I thought I was being safe. You know what they say, if you commit a murder, you need to drive the speed limit on the way to drop off the body. Don't commit two crimes at once, that's how you get caught. Do people say that? I was being a good little over-security guard with my gun and my button that I'm not even allowed to press. If someone stopped me and asked me what I was doing, I could prove that I wasn't up to anything. I was just a regular guy out doing regular things and being as normal as can be. See, here's my gun. Here's my button. I work here. I'm just here for a pleasant stroll at night in the valley. The weather's nice, isn't it? Please turn around so I can break into this high security area. Please and thank you. I always leave the button at home when I'm on my patrol route. I mean, we're expressly instructed not to push it. It doesn't make sense to bring it with me where I might accidentally push it or freak out and push it out of desperation. I've seen what happens to people who push it. The lucky ones get fired. I'm starting to suspect that I was hired to replace someone who pushed the button and might have retired to the security guard patrol in the sky. Would you guys know anything about that? There's no use to having the button on my person except to avoid getting in trouble and I was trying to avoid getting in trouble so I had the button on me. As soon as I put in the final string of numbers, well, nothing, at first. I was expecting a hidden door or a tunnel to open up for me to sneak down and reveal the deep, dark secrets of Old Brush Valley. Maybe one of the boulders moves and reveals an underground passage that leads further into the complex. Or to a red flag cabin. In fact, I thought that I had done something wrong because nothing happened. Maybe I put in the code wrong. Maybe Ryan had deciphered it wrong. Maybe this isn't where the code even goes. God damn it, I just shocked myself probably 200 times. It had better be for something. For about 30 seconds, I thought the whole thing was a bust and that I had just wasted my whole night sneaking into this place. Then the button went off. It started to make an ear-piercing noise from inside my pocket. It was excruciating. It was like those mosquito tones that are supposed to only annoy children because they're the only ones who can hear it, except my old man ears could hear it, and I wish they couldn't. In addition to the ear splitting came the realization that I had royally screwed up. On the plus side, I had clearly done something. Something that had activated something else, which means that the codes were real and I had used them in the right place. That's not nothing. The only problem was, whatever I had done had activated an alarm and caused the button to go off, and I know the button doing anything is really bad. Plus, everyone in the valley had to be able to hear that noise. I looked around to see if anything about the boulders had changed once the alarm went off, but no. Still no secret tunnels. Nothing. I was so hung up on the secret tunnel thing, it was the only realistic option that I could think of, but there was no tunnel to be found anywhere that I could see, but I couldn't stick around to investigate. If I stood there, waiting to see what the codes did, someone would find me and then it would all be over. And that's when I decided to make a run for it. I scurried back under the fence, like a rat. Then I put the button in the hole and I covered it with dirt as quickly as possible. It muffled the sound, which I hoped was enough to keep it from drawing attention. I could come back and get it in the morning if it wasn't making noise anymore. I sure as hell couldn't take it back with me to the cabin. It would be blaring my location to everyone on the way there, and it would be a beacon once I got inside the cabin. Attention everyone, the criminal is in this cabin. Shoot this idiot. Not that it ended up mattering. Burying it wasn't a foolproof plan either, but I was freaking out, and I was trying to do all this while my body was telling me to run full speed back to my cabin and lock the door. After that, I ran full speed back to my cabin and locked the door. 
It wasn't until after I locked the door that I noticed that I had actually locked myself in here with you three gentlemen. Hi. Hi there. You remember. I attempted in vain to unlock the door and flee. I don't know to where, just not here. And that's when you grabbed me and subdued me into submission. Meaning, of course, that you beat the shit out of me and left me crumpled up on top of some boxes. My ankle really fucking hurts, by the way. It might just be sprained, but it could be broken. I'm sorry that I pulled your hair, by the way. Regardless of the dire situation, that is not sportsmanlike, and I apologize. I was not my best self this evening. But that's that. That's where you are. I've done my duty. I've told you everything, just as you have demanded of me. I've snitched on myself and Ryan as much as there is to snitch, and I've calmed down a lot like a big boy. So it's over, right? The end of the line? It's your turn to do whatever you're going to do? I don't have any- What? I don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know any of that. That doesn't even make sense. It, it was just me out here. I don't know where Ryan is. I wouldn't even know how to begin to track him down. He's secretive for exactly this reason, I might add. I never even let him inside of the gate. You can check with the front gate to make sure. He showed up one day to talk to me, and I didn't even let him in. I talked to him on the outside. We aren't friends. We're just working together. I don't trust him either. I'm working alone in here. There's no way that I could have entered other passwords at other sites at the same time that I was entering passwords at the boulders. It's impossible. I swear to God, it was just me out there. I thought it was too easy, but I didn't have someone timing a second set of passwords. I don't know where those other passwords even go. You have my word, whatever that's worth. No matter how hard you try to beat it out of me, I don't know. I only know about one set of passwords. Fuck you. I actually don't know. Fuck. I think I ripped open some stitches. Oh, yep. I can feel the blood dripping down my back. Fuck. What do you want me to do? Speculate for you? Maybe you did it so the button would activate and you could come find me and rough me up over it. Fucking sadist. Look, the way this thing works means that I don't ever know everything that's going on. I don't know what you know about this, but the whole mechanism makes everything unpredictable. There are too many people working across too long a span of time, and all of those people are even more private and secretive than I am. You caught the dumbest fish in the pond, and you put him in the barrel. Hate to break it to you. You know what's inside there, I assume? I'm being coy in case you don't. At least you know what it's capable of, right? You might be hired thugs like me, but you're hired to keep people like me in line. You must have access past what I can see. You know there's some intense power at the center of this, the kind of power that you can't even truly comprehend even while you're wielding it. This is the manipulation of the basic components of the universe. Maybe there was somebody at a second location putting in a second set of passwords with identical timing to my self-electrocution, and if there was, I was not in contact with them. I don't have to be. Time is not an issue anymore. If we didn't get it right this time, we could always get it right this time later. Hell, it could have been me pushing the buttons in the second set of locations. Who knows? Who cares? How could it possibly be important? You couldn't possibly track them down. 
You don't have enough perspective. You couldn't even tell when. I, I can't. I can't. Fuck. Why would you do that? I told you everything. I told you everything. What else do you want to know? Do you want to know about Wobegon? Fine, I'll tell you about Wobegon. About this stupid little game. What don't you know is I can tell you. Fuck. Just pull it out. You're gonna kill me over the stupid time travel murder game. I was trying to figure out why I got sent back to get shot in the middle of the night. His name was Flinch. The guy's name was Flinch. There's a goddamn time machine in the middle of Old Brush Valley. Fuck, just, just pull it out. Kill me if that's the plan. I don't have anything else. I, I, but I, but I won. I know I won. Who else, who else would have saved me? Who saved me from the bear? Who told Matt? I won. I, I had to. It can't, it can't be over. It can't be over. Hello? Guys? Hello? Jesus Christ. Thank God you don't know anything important, you imbecile. No, we could not have intervened any sooner. You're lucky we were able to stop this at all. You absolute moron. Stop talking to Ryan. You get what you pay for. P.S. Those guys don't work for over. If they did, you would be dead. W.B.G. It wasn't over? Who the hell was it then? What just happened to me? And who put a knife through my hand and into the table? Why don't you ever answer questions like that? Who even are you? What do you want anymore? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? I don't heal anymore. Every wound just adds up on top of the one before it. I'm mangled. I'm being passed through increasingly smaller meat grinders. I do not have unaffected body parts anymore. My brain has patiently learned how to better understand extreme amounts of pain so that I can savor every little morsel. I have become an injury sommelier. This new one has hints of a... I'd have to say... Hints of Copper and Episode 6. A bit of a retread as far as hand-related torture goes, but who doesn't like a good callback? Remember the good old days of Wobegon? The Ryan days? I didn't know they were the Ryan days back then. I thought they were the Cannonball days for a while. One ridiculous challenge after another, each one of them a chance to prove myself. All I had to do was swallow any shred of humanity that I had, and I'm not gonna lie, I was already primed and ready because it was doing fuck all for me before Wobegon. All I had to do was let loose and become the monster that I always knew that I was going to be. The monster that I always knew that I was going to be, and yet convinced myself that I never would be at the same time. 
surely something would happen to me, some sort of deus ex machina that would swoop in at the last second and prevent me from transforming. But no, it was disgustingly easy to play Woebegone. At least it was better than sitting on my hands all day, thinking about every selfish decision that pushed most of the people in my life away from me. At least with Woebegone, it was a pain-in, pain-out transaction. I knew which direction it was coming from and why. I got the tiniest shred of something, and it was enough to send me into the Woebegone death spiral. That's not a coincidence. This isn't something that everyone's capable of doing. But your Woebegone? It is so much more painful. If I was letting loose playing Ryan's game, then I have been let loose upon playing yours. The bear, the shooting, Anne, killing Chris, those guys who stabbed a knife through my hand. There isn't any respite. There isn't any reversal. Ryan's game was supposed to test my limits, but it failed. It did not get to my limits. These are my limits. Flinch. Whoever. I'm supposed to hang on now because I eventually win. At least that's my theory. You would be more than happy to let me keep believing that, whether or not it's true, as long as it keeps me doing your wet work for you. Whatever the truth is, I hate it. I'm not phased by twists and turns that I can't see coming anymore. I cannot contain my antipathy at learning that I have been fooled again. Of course I've been fooled again. Even if I wasn't an idiot, I'm just a guy. Even if I was smart enough to put some things together, I'm still bringing a knife to a gunfight. This knife in particular is keeping me from standing up from this table because it's connected from my hand to the table. I'm sort of hung up on that. That's where I'm at, and I know it. I'm never going to outsmart you. I'm never going to outpace your technology. I'm sure that if I ever defeat you, it will be some sick joke that I don't see coming. Oh, you took control of Wobegon and convinced Matt to let you complete the fourth challenge, but now everybody's cactuses or some shit. Fuck you. I know this thought process. I know where it's led me before. Every crappy retail job I've ever worked, when they pull the most egregious stunt for the last time. It was so easy then to say it. I was young and stubborn, and if it didn't work out, I could always move back into my parents' house. The next thing would be waiting for me sooner or later. I'm actually pretty good at tolerating being mistreated. I can trick myself into thinking, oh, if I can just make it through this week, things will even out and it won't be so bad. The most noxious sentiment is, I can just quit, anytime. I can quit right now. I can just walk out the door and be free. This could be the last hassle I get put through and then I just... quit. It lets you feel like you've accomplished something that you haven't. You probably don't mean it, and yet you feel free from the weight of the situation anyway. You can think that way every day for four years, and eventually you realize that you can't recognize the you that wanted to quit in the first place. Can I just say it? Can I... <laughs> can I do it right now? Right now. I don't even know what would happen to me. You could do whatever you want. I don't even know what it is. Maybe you'll kill me. I'll just hit the ground before I can get the words out. Or never exist to begin with. That seems fully within your power. I could lose the game. Are we still doing that shit? The game shit? You're still signing text messages with W.BG? Like this is a fun alternate reality game that we're playing together? This isn't a game. It's violence, and power, and politics. It's bringing Matt back to life. 
It's cutting my arm off and dying. It's killing a pig. It's killing a cop and then helping Anne kill a cop. It's cutting off my hands. It's holding Cannonball hostage. It's getting my brain fried by Ryan. It's killing Matt. It's moving here. It's getting mauled by a bear. It's getting killed by Anne. It's getting shot by Marissa. It's electrocuting myself to put in a password. It's being beaten to within an inch of my life in my own cabin. It's this goddamn knife sticking out of my hand. This isn't a game. I don't lose. I quit. Shit. I said it. I quit. I quit. I quit. I'm not gonna do it anymore. I can't. There isn't any Mike Walters left for you to take. I am completely spent. I fucking quit. I hope I am sufficiently impressing upon you how fully quit I am right now. This isn't a joke. This isn't 12-dimensional checkers to win the game. I am not pulling one over on you. This is exactly what it sounds like. It's over. Whatever happens next, whatever happens in your game, won't be happening to me. It's over. It's over. There can't be any more of this. There can't be. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.